Good morning, mom friends, and welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, an audio platform where we encourage and empower moms by talking about all things postpartum and increasing our faith. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. Today, I am talking about day one, just day one (laughs) of this social media fest that I'm on. And I'm also talking about how the story of Queen Esther in the Bible really um, changed my mind as far as how I look at social media. So let's not delay you guys. Let's get into it. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? I definitely did, but I didn't know how to do it until I ran to a girl at a meet and greet and she told me about Anchor. Now, Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's free and it's ridiculously easy to use. And as a mom, we all know that things that are free are valuable. (laughs) And Anchor can now match you with other great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Yes, so that means you can start making money whenever you start recording your podcast. It's ridiculously easy. It's great. It's fun. It's easy to distribute. So if you want to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and other diverse podcasters here that already use Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, mom friends. So before we get started into our episode today, I did just want to put out there as a gentle, lovely reminder that we are giving back this holiday season. Um, We are teaming up with uh, my friends D and L who are giving back to the homeless years called helping the homeless. And what they are doing is that we're collecting, they're collecting items and they're going to go donate them to a shelter in Fort Worth, which is, you know, my hometown, funky town, stay down. And anywho, we are donating to them. So we are giving um, blankets, any, any type of warm articles. So blankets, beanies for like your head, gloves, socks, blankets can be for adults and children. So I obviously wanted to reach out to my mom squad here on the Four Moms podcast or just, you know, whomever, <laughs> not necessarily a mom. Um, but how about my squad? I just want to reach out to my squad here on the Four Moms podcast. And I want to extend the invitation. If you've been wanting to give, if you have some things that you've been wanting to get rid of um, and and you want to give to this cause, please let me know. Um, obviously, I'm off of social media, but you can always shoot me an email. Your Y-O-U-R B-F-F, B-F-F, at mommies, M-O-M-M-Y-S, move, M-O-V-E dot com. So your B-F-F at mommies, move dot com. If you're in the Metroplex, we can meet up. I can grab these items for you. Um, if you may be outside the Metroplex or you don't feel like, you know, sending anything, you can also donate to our cash app. Our cash app is the calling FM. So T H E C A L L I N G and then F M M as in Mary or mom, you know, and um, you can donate that way and just send whatever it is that you want me to buy. If you want me to buy, you know, three packs of socks. Cool. If you want me to buy some beanies or some gloves or anything like that, that's perfectly fine. I understand. I don't mind going out and do the shopping. My goal is to have 100 warm articles of clothing or warm articles excuse me so you know obviously it's divvy up between a pair of socks between a pair of gloves between a beanie between a between a blanket and I really think we can do this um, I really thought this is special this holiday season doing blanket drives or a warm article drive is very special to me because I 
it's very special to me because I used to um, work with a nonprofit maybe about four or five years ago. But something that they did every year was a blanket drive. And it was my favorite event that we put on um, every year. And I love making the flyers. I loved um, just, you know, talking to people, getting donations and getting the blankets in. Um, obviously, I'm a whole lot better at making digital graphics now. I was horrible back then. Ooh, so yeah, some of those files are pretty trash. Anywho, but I was so proud of them. But anywho, <laughs> it's just my favorite type time of year because we would just collect so many. And one year we um actually gave 300 blankets and we had certain shelters that we donated to. We didn't just donate to any shelter. We had some of our favorites and we would we wouldn't tell them we were coming. We would just walk up in there and, you know, like, hey, we got 300 blankets for you. And they would just be so appreciative and so grateful because y'all know at some of these shelters and stuff, you know, supplies may be few. They may run low. And it was just amazing to do that. I thoroughly, thoroughly loved um, donating and doing this every year. So I really wanted to continue that. I was super excited whenever I saw DNL had posted how they're going to give to the homeless this year. And I figured why not tag team and partner up with them and make this happen. So y'all, our goal for this year is 100 articles, warm articles. Um, donations are due by December 19th. So I can drop them off to DNL on time. Okay. <laughs> I'm also off on the 19th. So if I have to do any last minute running around, I want to have it for that day so I can do that. Um, but yes, December 19th is the last day to donate. So once again, you guys send me an email, your BFF at mommiesmove.com if you want to meet up to collect donations so I can collect donations. Um, or if you just want to send in some money and I will go do the shopping for you. I'll even send you a picture. I got, I got receipts. <laughs> I'm not going to just take the money and do whatever with it. I, I'm going to take it. I'm going to buy it for what it is for. Um, I will do that. So I am just really excited about this part of the year because it really just gets me pumped, gets me going. So I, I hope you ladies um, can donate. I hope anyone can donate. Please tell your friends and your family. Um, so they they just have, you know, that one blanket. They just, they just be chilling in the closet all the time. They want to give that. That's perfectly fine. If they want to go buy a pack of socks, y'all can even get like a pack of socks from, um, was that place like Dollar General or something like that? You know, a pack of socks for like $3. So I'm just excited. <laughs> I'm super excited. But okay, so let me tell y'all about this social media fast. So day one of social media fast. Um, it was a little hard because in the morning, typically I get up and I do start scrolling. I admit it. Um, I typically, well, typically I wake up and I say, thank you, Lord, for waking me up. And then I start scrolling. Which really isn't, <laughs> that really isn't anything, right? Like, it's like, yo, I, I'd probably need to do better, do better. But, um, so that was interesting, kind of the first thing of waking up. And it was kind of like, man, um, but what I did enjoy is that I wasn't so worried about looking in. I wasn't so worried about, like, what is everybody else doing? Or how many likes did I get? Or do I need to respond to this or do that? And it was a little bit relieving. Like, the stress that kind of came down off of that. 
because I remember even just last week, whenever I was thinking about the social media fast, I was even, you know, already thinking about, oh, I can't respond to people. Oh, I can't look at how many um, likes I had, or I can't look at, you know, just if people are, if, if my numbers are going up, my followers are increasing. Like it was just really just like, man, I'm not going to be thinking about that for three weeks. And that was relieving, actually. That was very, um, I really appreciated that. So that was a huge deal of relief. Now, do I still have posts going out, automated posts? Yeah, but I, I have no idea what's happening on the other end. I have no idea. But I'm just, just having that stress taken off was huge. That was a huge, huge thing at first. But I will admit, around like lunchtime, the office has shrimp and grits. Child. Huh, they were so good. And I wanted to post it so everybody could be envious of my shrimp and grits, child. Because <laughs> they were so good. It's like, y'all, I have to share this. And I, I couldn't, obviously. We went to uh, my little cousin's volleyball game last night. Typically, it's like, woo, we're here to support such and such tag. Woo! Couldn't do that. Um, my little baby girl was found her little friend of, you know, fairer skin tone. So I'm like, this will be the cutest picture. And you can, I can do a whole post about, um, well, I guess I still could have done a post. I could have done an automated post, but I didn't have my phone on me. I had walked away from my phone. But anywho, it was just the cutest picture they were playing. They ended up giving her a hug. It was just so cute. And it's like, I can't even like post this or put this on stories right now because <laughs> it's like, man, ah. But it was one of those moments where it's like, see, kids are just so pure. And but that really had me thinking, right? That really had me thinking to whenever we're children, how um what is I don't want to say moldable, that's not a word. How easily our minds can be molded. I'll just say it like that. How easily our minds can be molded. And you know, that's why a lot of time people that may be a little bit more may have some more hateful spirits let's just be honest they go after children because they know that they can mold them into what it is that they want them to be they can mold them into their way of thinking um but we have to be the same way with being christians and being um spiritual people and being believers of god we have to start molding our children at a young age to understand like who god is and what he can do for you and how powerful he is you know praying with your kids, uh, telling your kids, you know, you may be down, but giving them words of encouragement. We have to start putting in these, these acts and these, I don't want to say rituals, because that sounds, you know, but in a sense, a, a ritual, you know, whenever we're about to go to sleep, we say a prayer, and we're about to eat, we say a prayer. Um, you know, is there somebody you want to pray about? Is there something you want to do? We have to say these prayers. Um, you know, are you are you down about something? Let's talk about it. Let's encourage. Let, let's let's encourage you. These are things that we, um, you know, we need to get our kids in the habit of doing. Because one thing I will say is that whenever our, your, whenever your kids are gone for you, and I could, I'm just talking from, you know, going off to college. I'm just talking from the kid side of it. Whenever I did go off to college, and I did, um, I was doing my own thing. It's like you're just left with what your parents gave you. And for the longest, you know, in college, you're just trying to figure out who you are without your parents. But at the same time, you're also left with the steps and the guidance that they have given you, right? 
you know, I, I knew that I, you know, yo, I got to clean my room. I got to make my bed. I got to wash. <laughs> These are things that have been implemented in me before. But sometimes whenever we just get so much into our phone, we get so consumed on what other people are doing. We get so consumed on what the latest trend is, what the latest fashion is. Oh, this video or that video. But we're missing out on whatever that time is that we were in our phone is valuable time that we could have been molding our children. So I thought that was good. And even just lately, you know, I've just noticed how even my one year old, she's like, "Uh, I want your phone. And she don't come to me. She goes to her grandparents for it. Right. Because, you know, y'all grandparents, y'all know. Um, (laughs) She goes to her grandparents and it's just like she's one. She's one. She shouldn't be this consumed. And if she doesn't watch it all the time, you know, they play and they have their toys and stuff. But um, it's like she shouldn't be one asking for the phone, you know. And and that's something else within this fast. I was like, yo, we got to read some books some more. We read books before we go to bed, you know, before nighttime. But it's like, man, I got to I got to get something else because this this is just not going to work. I don't I don't like it. I didn't like what I was seeing. Last week, um, I posted on social media that I had really gotten confirmation to do this fast. Right. God had told me, but I was being stubborn. But that was one. God had told me. Two, I had listened to the Blessed and Podcast, Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, excuse me, and she revealed she was doing the social media fast, and I was like, all right, well, I got to do it. And when she has a really good um, base, I guess you could say, she has these daily devotionals, they do prayer calls, um, video, um, Bible studies, you can post about stuff, it's really awesome. So kudos to uh, Tatum and Kavaya for doing that. And then three, I was reading the book of Esther. Let me just go ahead and just grab this book, okay? Grab this here Bible. (laughs) But I was reading the book of Esther. And when I tell y'all that it really just kind of put me in a space of like, really, Lord? That's what you're going to (laughs) do? That's how you're going to send confirmation number three? So I was in Esther. I was in chapter four. And in chapter four, Esther's cousin Mordecai comes to her. Where's E E E E? I know Esther is in the Old Testament. Y'all not gonna just make me believe like I don't see this. Anywho, oh here it is. What page is that? Okay. So in the book of Esther, in chapter four. So it by chapter four, Esther has already become queen. Her husband, King Xerxes, I believe that's how you say it. King Xerxes. And let me also say, this book is only like 10 chapters long. And chapter 10 is like a paragraph. So if this needs to be your book for the week, make it your book for the week. You can read this in a week. I promise that it's very interesting. You can make it happen. Um, And so Esther has become queen. Her husband, King Xerxes, um, is, you know, is the ruler of the land. And I believe Esther was like his favorite. So he had other wives because, you know, back in that day, they did that. He had other wives, but Esther was his favorite. So he would literally do anything for her. Um, and so her cousin Mordecai, who was a Jew, Esther was also a Jew, had came to her and said, the, you know, your husband, <laughs> your husband has put out this decree to kill all Jews. And what happened, and this is what got me. I'm interested on social media and how it can mold our minds. What happened is that King Xerxes' right-hand man, Haman, had a hatred out for Esther's cousin Mordecai. 
And since he was a Jew, he did not like all Jews. So here's here's fact number one. We can be biased to people regardless of what they look like, of their skin color, of their race, anything. Because what because what we have in front of our our face because of social media. I'm not saying that you're a racist. I'm not saying that, you know, anything like that, but we can be biased, right? We can have these views on what people may act like even before they open their mouths, even before they talk to it. I'm guilty of it. I'll put it out there. I'm guilty of it. I am. And it's not based off of your own experience. It's based off of what you see in the news. It's based off of, or I'm sorry, not the news or the media, period, which is also social media. It's based off of those things. And it sucks. It really does suck. We can be influenced by other people, even people that we know. I had to unfollow one of my really good friends because he was just always putting up this, like, and to me it was negative. It wasn't bashing, but it was always like fights or, um, you know, police cop videos and all kind of stuff. And it's like, I don't want to see that all the time. I don't want to see that all the time. To me, it's negative because I I don't want to stay focused. That's saddening to me. It's saddening. I don't want to watch this all the time and be sad. So I had to unfollow him. And it was, um, you know, although it's true, I understand that things are true. But even, even though things are true, they're also sad, you guys. And I just couldn't just keep watching that, watching that. a lot of stuff on my feed. It's, it's, it's food, it's babies, it's people having a good time, people laughing, because I'm trying to keep my spirit up. And so sometimes you have to unfollow people, even people that are really close to you, because the things that they putting up, it can just bring your spirit down. And who wants to be around it all the time? Like some people, they live for the drama, and that's cool. I, I can't live for the drama. I don't even watch reality TV show like that. Real Housewives of Atlanta, I got to admit, you know, that's my show. But I don't even watch reality TV like that because I noticed how it was messing with my spirit. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. So, anyhow, so anywho, Haman, King Xerxes' right-hand man, had influenced the king to make this decree to put out um, to, of killing of all Jews. And I'm even sure that King Xerxes didn't have a problem with Jews. But his right hand man did, and he tricked him into doing that. And sometimes we have to be careful of what we have coming in to to us through our ears, through our eyes. So through what we're listening to and what we see, because it can it can possibly trick us to doing things that we may not have had that we may not have originally done before. We have to be careful with those things. So then after that, Mordecai sent a message to his cousin Esther and said, yo, (laughs) your husband, did you not know that he put out this decree to kill your people? What? My people (laughs) to kill your people. And she did not know. And she was saying, you know, I didn't don't think. Oh, where am I at? Oh, and so Esther was saying, you know, I pre- I can't just go to the king. I can't just go to his king without, I can't go to the king without being invited. She can't go to her own husband without being invited because he was the king. You know, once again, these are different times. 
because I'm kind of like, if you my husband, yo, we can roll. I can roll up in there. <laughs> I can just walk up in there. But anywho, she said, I can't go into the inner court without him asking me. And this is this is the fa- my favorite part of Esther chapter four. Mordecai replies to you, who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just a time as this. Huh? That is Esther four verse 14 it's like the last part of verse 14 and i even wrote down wow god will set you up to make a difference god put her in that place because he knew something was going to happen he put her in that place so that she could be influential to the king a positive influence onto the king versus a negative influence like his right hand man was doing yes you hear the pages turning and so then next thing she says at the end of chapter four, which had which was my third confirmation going to this fast was that she told her cousin Mordecai, go on to a, go to a fast for three days and pray in those three days. And after those three days, I will go to the king. Before we can make movements, we have to go to God about what we are doing, about what our next step can be. And sometimes you may feel like he's not replying to you and that's fine. And that's probably because he gave you a step to do and you didn't do it. Right. Like I kept asking God for my next steps, but I hadn't told anybody that I was changing the name. I hadn't told anybody of the new mission statement of us combining faith and postpartum issues. Like I didn't tell anybody about that. So God was like, first thing you need to do is tell people about what, what we are doing and how we're changing things. And it was like, Oh yes, sir. <laughs> that that was first thing I had to do. So now going into this fast, it's like, okay, God, I understand I'm fasting from social media so I can hear you um, more so I can be more productive, but God, what is it that you really, that you really want me to do? Right? Like, what is it that you really want me to dive into? And in the study Bible, (laughs) this wonderful study Bible, it had put in there the question, are you involved with any large movements of fasting and prayer? I urge you guys, even if it's for a week, to get off of social media, to get offline and to really dig in and to fast from social media and to pray with God and see what your next step should be. Um, if you have a business, you know, do automated posts. That's perfectly fine. I use Planoly, P-L-A-N-O-L-Y, Planoly. You just set up with your account and it does it all for you. Put put your hashtags in there, though. Like, make your post and then, like, go down a few spaces and put in your hashtags. And it'll just post it for you. You pick your time and your date and just let it go. Right? I urge you, I'm doing this until the 21st. So it'll be um, the day that I start my podcast retreat. And I'll just be on there a little bit. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. It's just going to be like me going to the airport. Oh, hey, guys. (laughs) I'm probably not going to be on there that much. Anywho, but I urge you guys to really seek what your next step is from God. Because obviously we want to live a life when that's pleasing to God and God gives us the resources. But a lot of times we don't go out and we search for the resources sources. We just say, God, what do you have for me? Or why haven't you given me this? Right. Instead of saying, what is it that you want me to do to receive this? What is it that you want me to do to get to that next step? And a lot of times we have to be in a quiet place to do so. 
And that's the biggest thing about fasting, right? It's going to be hard. It's not supposed to be easy. It's going to be hard. Some people, they fast from food because obviously we need food. They fast from food, but, you know, they still have smoothies and stuff. Or they fast from certain types of food. Maybe it's fried food. Maybe it's sweets. But it's because in this difficult time, we have to know whenever it's difficult that we have to call on God. So fasting not only helps you to hear your next step from God, but it helps you to grow closer to God. Because in those times where you're like, oh, my God, why did I fast from sweets today? Lord, you know, I have chocolate every single day. It's like, but look, but now, but now you're having a conversation with God. Now, you, now you've had just a whole conversation with God talking about these sweets. And although sometimes you may be playing and be like, Lord, help me. But you're really saying like, Lord, help me because <laughs> it's hard right it's hard it's not supposed to be easy unfortunately our christian walk is not going to be easy because there are people out there where it's real easy for them to do malicious things so we have to be stronger in our faith and that means increasing our faith that means growing our faith and that means knowing what our next steps are that means knowing what god has for us so that is how Queen Esther <laughs> really just shaped me into moving with um, moving forward with this social media fast. It's because of the influence that people that you can have. So we see the influence of Haman had on the king, but now we, if you go into chapter the rest of the book, pretty much you see the influence that Esther, a woman, a woman um, whose people were going to be destroyed, a woman who had a who had a higher standard however because she was his favorite and it says multiple times before she would go and ask him a question he would just say well, what is it that you want because I'll give you you can ask for anything you want and I'll even give you half of my kingdom like she had him <laughs> she had him so us as when we had to understand that like we have power and we have to use our power for good right and we, and we as people, I mean, I'm talking to you moms, but you know, we as women, you know, hey, we're here. <laughs> we have the power, okay? But I hope that this message um, really helped y'all today. This is really powerful. And this is really going to stick with me through um, these next few weeks going on the social media fast. Once again, y'all are more than, more than welcome to reach out to me just on anything and through email. If you would like to just say, hey hello <laughs> you're more than welcome to do that um and don't forget about our donation drive donations are due december 19th of this year obviously 2019 um but let me know if you, we can schedule a pickup or anything else like that thanks so much guys and y'all have a wonderful week Thank you for listening to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast. I just want to say thank you to all of our family, our friends, and our supporters. I want to give a big thank you to my husband and my kiddos um, for just embracing me and supporting me on this crazy journey that I'm going on. Um, like I've said before, go ahead, subscribe, leave us a review so that we are able to reach more moms, more women, and so we can keep encouraging them to go after their dreams and we can expand our mommy community even more. Um, thank you again for listening, and I cannot wait for y'all to listen to the next episode.